Welcome to Small Business Big Network, the podcast for small business owners who want big results from their networking. I'm Liz Drury, a freelance voiceover artist who knows that if you're not working, then networking could help. Sheena Wyatt is a business coach and the founder of the Kapow Coaching Programme. Pre-pandemic, Sheena would drive hundreds of miles a week to attend networking meetings. But it's a very different story now. Thank you very much for being my podcast guest today, Sheena. It's my pleasure, Liz. It's lovely to talk to you again. Yes, this is the second time you've been on the podcast. And I I was just checking back and the last time was April 2021. I'm pretty sure things have probably changed a bit since then. Just a tad. (laughs) (laughs) So first of all, let's have a chat about your business. Remind us what it is you do and how you do it. Super. Yeah, absolutely. I am a business coach. So I run Kapow, which is your super business coach. And actually what I do is I work with overwhelmed business owners and help them get the drive, the determination and the focus back to get their brand, their business and themselves all going in the same direction with business coaching that works, but only if they let it. (laughs) And so what kind of clients um, do, do you work with? Are they from all sorts of different businesses? Absolutely. Yeah. All sorts of different businesses. I suppose the common denominator is they tend to be business owners who work for themselves, solopreneurs, micro businesses, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But I also work with uh, corporate CEOs. I worked with uh, people involved in motorsport, single seat racing drivers, etc. So really, it's just anybody looking for that bit of accountability and focus to get their business from where it is now to where they want it to be. And does it matter whereabouts in the world they are? Absolutely not. That's one of the joys of how the world has changed mm. for me is, as you know, we've known each other a long time. I live in deepest, darkest South Lincolnshire, which uh, quite a lot of people at that stage will be going, where? <laughs> um, and uh, and that's kind of the point. So by being able to deliver coaching online, I coach people all across the UK and in Europe and uh, and indeed have a client or two over there on the other side of the pond in the States. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? This digital world where you can just connect with people anywhere yeah it, it has truly been an absolute game changer and uh, and something that you know if you've embraced it and you've looked at the opportunity of it you know has been certainly for me and a lot of my clients uh, a real real direction changer with regards to growing their business mm, yeah now I know that networking was instrumental to you getting your business off the ground can you just talk us through that Yes. Yeah, it was. And actually, I'm, I'm giggling a little bit because, crikey, that was a lifetime ago. <laughs> um, it, you know, the the business that um, I was running at the time came about in a, fa- a series of fairly dramatic circumstances and tied in with a house move. My husband um, was a pilot in the Royal Air Force at that time. And so all of a sudden I had a brand new business in a new location where I didn't know anybody um, and I very quickly realised I needed to, uh, well, frankly, meet people and um, and try and make some connections for my business. Mm. So I knew I needed to network. I really didn't want to because, <laughs> you know, the thought of of having to go and introduce a brand new business to a room for the people I didn't know was a bit daunting at the time. Yeah. Um, and I tried a few things and some of it was catastrophically disastrous. <laughs> um, so by the time I got to trying the last networking that I'd set myself a task of trying different things through a particular month. I really wasn't feeling the love for networking at all, Liz. Mm. But it just so happened that the the stars aligned and I I dragged myself along to this networking meeting. I left it as late as I possibly could before I turned up, which makes me cringe now. But the welcome that I received and 
how quickly the you know the people who were running it put me at my ease mm-hmm. just you know I just thought I think I've found it and you know that was 13 years ago I'm still a member of the same organization um and it did uh, it was a complete and utter mind change for me mindset change embraced the whole idea of networking got involved with the organization from the get-go because I knew if I didn't I would find a lot of excuses and reasons to not bother to turn up Mm -hmm. and all that kind of thing. And um, it has been absolutely fundamental to how I took a completely new business with no clients whatsoever and ended up where I am today doing what I'm doing now. Yeah. And is networking still as important for your business? Yes, it is. But in a very in a different way, which I think is interesting. Mm. So, you know, at the beginning of my networking journey, it was all about growth. It was all about getting eyes on my business. Basically, Liz, it was about getting people to buy my stuff. Yeah. But, you know, 13 years on, of course, it's still about getting people to buy my stuff. I'm still on the lookout for new clients, but it's more about networking to build relationships, extend my connections. But also what I find networking does more for my business at the moment is it continues to build on that solid foundation. It's building that reputation of knowing my onions and that makes it easier, if you like, to become recognised in the field that I now occupy. Yeah. So let's talk about the networking landscape then. It's changed a bit in the last two years, hasn't it? (laughs) Just a tad. Um, Yes, just a tad. (laughs) The, The first month after we went into first lockdown back in 2020... What I remember, Liz, most particularly was doing my monthly accounts and I was sitting looking at the business bank account in a right panic, wondering what I'd forgotten to pay. <laughs> and, you know, I'm thinking this is crazy. There's you know, there's all this money in the, until the penny dropped. But of course, the previous four weeks, I hadn't been networking yeah. because we were in lockdown. Obviously, couldn't go anywhere, couldn't do anything. And it just made me realise how much of my time And how much money I was spending running 26 face-to-face networking groups across an area of three and a half thousand square miles. And when I say that out loud now, (laughs) it sounds ridiculous. (laughs) Yeah. Can can you describe to me what what, what was a week like for Sheena Wyatt (laughs) pre-pandemic? Oh, good Lord. Um, A a week for Sheena Wyatt pre-pandemic. I wonder how I ever did it. I would... uh, In one particular week, for example, if I was going to three of my face-to-face networking meetings in the furthest flung areas of my region, one would have been in Scunthorpe, and that is 990 minutes from where I live. Mm -hmm. Um, So that would be the entire day traveling to the meeting, running the meeting, debriefing the meeting, traveling home again. Uh, Similar for... um, down a market, which is about two and a bit hours from me, same thing. Um, and then going sort of east or west, believe it or not, um, Skegness is an absolute <laughs> biasm to get to oh, from, yes. from Sleaford. Um, <laughs> from and, anywhere, uh, indeed. From anywhere, yes, indeed. That is the whole thing. You know, running face-to-face networking in Lincolnshire, I wrote a blog about it, which actually said, you know, why it takes over an hour to get anywhere because... <laughs> You know, Google will blithely go, yes, you can get to Scunthorpe in 60 minutes, to which you laugh and think, yes, of course, if you can levitate, um, you know, but not if you are trying to follow a P-Viner, two yep. tractors, you know, all that kind of stuff. So my week would be mostly in the car. My mobile phone bill was astronomical. I was probably spending the best part pre-fuel hike prices of £100 a month on petrol um, and fitting in the coaching around all of that 
And it's that which I look at it and think, how on earth did I do that? It was crazy. Um, so to say that lockdown made a massive impact on how I network was is quite an understatement. Yeah. So what, what does your week look like now? <laughs> my week look I love it my commute is a three steps from my kitchen um into my home office which is is great um I very rarely get in the car and when I do I have to kind of remember how it works um because all of my business all of my coaching is online and so is my networking yeah because you know when I looked at the logistics of it you know as lockdown you know began to ease and you know a balance started to come back Yes, I'd thrown myself into online networking uh, with a vengeance when when we first went into the, all of those restrictions, but it wasn't sustainable in that mm -hmm. form because somewhere I had to be working for myself. You yeah, know, I had yeah. to be, you know, developing the coaching side of things. So a week for me now very much involves being home based, which I really enjoy more coaching than networking. And when I do network, it is online. But then there's all the opportunities that that gives me that I never had when I was networking face to face. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that we would have come to this anyway without the pandemic? Not not in the the way that it became about. I don't think I think, yes, there would have been a move towards online networking, but I think it would always have been a back channel, you know, mm. something that you did to kind of fill in the time, if you see what I mean, because yeah. there was so much emphasis on relationship building face to face but one of the things I think has been really interesting is by taking networking online what it's done is it's accelerated the process and I don't actually think that's necessarily a bad thing mm -hmm. you, you know not not only has it accelerated the process by taking away all of the travel and the impact that that has on a small business yes of course you can make calls while you're in the car but they are never going to be meaningful progressive calls because you're in the car. Yeah. You know, the clues in the description there. Um, and what I think online networking has done is help people cut to the chase a lot more quickly. Instead of, you know, maybe face to face networking, having three or four meetings to have, you know, face to face one to ones with people. Is this going to work? Is there a connection? Mm -hmm. Shall we take this further? Which was very much the norm before yeah. the pandemic hit. I think now, you know, certainly what I see is people come into an online meeting, they have that initial connection with you, whether it's a 10 minute one to one or it's a five minute, whatever it is. And the decision process is much faster. Do I think there's a connection? Am I going to take this conversation further? If I am, let's make that happen now. Would mm -hmm. you like to have another chat? Would you like to book a call? Whichever, whatever it's happening, rather than, oh, I'll see you next time. Two weeks later, you're going through the same beginning part of that yeah. process again. So I think... I think that side of it has accelerated and I'm not sure whether that would have happened as effectively as it has done if the pandemic hadn't mm. been the accelerant. Mm. Is there anything at all you miss about doing things the old way? I do miss seeing real people. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I think what's interesting about that is, yes, I miss seeing re real people, but not enough to go back to doing face-to-face mm. -face networking in the same way that I did. Um, and I think that's where the, the hybrid element is something that definitely needs to be explored a bit more often. Mm. Not only do I miss the people, I, I miss... And when I say I miss seeing people face-to-face, -face, what I actually miss, if you like, is the banter. Yeah. The, you know, the, the chat, the, the laughs, the relaxed networking around the formal bit. 
because that actually, to be fair, doesn't really translate online. No. You, you know, it, it, you don't have the same connection as you would have people in the room. Um, I won't lie, Liz, I also miss having a decent lunch um, every now and again. <laughs> um, you, you know, the commute to the kitchen, it might only be three steps, but every every now and again, I think wistfully back to those uh, networking lunches yeah. at curry houses and, you know, posh hotels and all that kind of thing. Um but yeah, I think, you know, overall, it's that connection with people, the, the easy chat and banter that I, that I miss the most, really. Yeah. Are you doing any face-to-face networking these days? Hardly any at all, really. And, and part of that comes down to what we were joking about, really, um, a few minutes ago. There's very little of it where I live. Yes. Um, you know, and so when I look at the opportunities to face-to-face network, um, they're either at times that that they're either at times that don't work for me or that I don't want to work for mm. me. You know, I, I have absolutely no intention of getting into Lincoln for half past six in the morning. No, no thank you. <laughs> um, but the other options, they're, they're very, very minimal and very sporadic. Um, in, in an ideal world, if there was lunchtime face-to-face networking happening a couple of times a month that was close to me, I would be interested. Mm. But I'm more restricted about the fact that there's just not really much opportunity to network face-to-face around Sleaford in uh, deepest southern Lincolnshire, (laughs) funnily enough. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, what I'm finding about this sort of return to -to face-to-face is there has to be something to make me want to go to it, you know, a a good speaker or an opportunity for me to speak, perhaps. But just the old-fashioned, let's, you know, let's, let's do business networking over lunch and everybody gives their pitch and kind of goes away again is... It's really not that attractive anymore. No. And I think that's one of the areas where we're now certainly in. This is just my opinion. I think that networking, business networking is now sort of on a seesaw because Mm -hmm. there are people I talk to who really want that old fashioned business networking, as you've just been talking. They want that back because that's what they know. It's safe. It's comfortable. And for a lot of people, it worked. You know, that regular fortnightly I know what I'm going to get I'm going to get to pitch about my business I'm going to get to listen to somebody talk they know the format so it feels comfortable and safe and so they're willing to go back and do that again and then you have people who've really embraced the online side of networking that enjoy the fact it's not taking up huge chunks of their day to get to and from it all of that kind of thing but even that is also starting to feel a bit well frankly tired Mm. and and I think as as business owners are adapting to a hybrid business world now of working from home or working remotely, bit of face-to-face contact with clients. Certainly I'm noticing more corporate inquiries coming back, which have been pretty non-existent for the last 18 months. Mm -hmm. So, you know, looking at a 90-minute online networking meeting sort of now starts to feel a bit, well, boring. Mm. And so I think that there's an opportunity at this stage to think maybe it's time to shake things up. You know, maybe it's time to give people an opportunity to simply connect. You know, what I want is an opportunity to get in a room for sake of argument online with business owners based across the UK and just connect with them. I don't want to listen to a speaker or, you know, I'm that's maybe not the thing that's going to encourage me to come along and attend. Excuse me, because what I want is something that's a shorter footprint on my day. Mm -hmm. Um, that I can use to blend in with face-to-face networking, as you said, an opportunity to go and speak, share my expertise, increase my credibility, 
I'd be more interested in that opportunity, both face to face and online. Yeah. But I think there is a potential at the moment for there to be a bit of a shake up and maybe to bring together some of the elements of the old face to face networking that that worked, you know, a structured introduction round so that you can really hone not necessarily your elevator or introduction pitch, but maybe hone your sales pitch Mm. a little bit more. Um, The opportunity to connect with more people in a meeting and then being able to decide how you're going to follow up with that afterwards, that you could blend in with those more traditional online and face-to-face meetings where where you have a business speaker as well. Yeah. And and maybe the online meetings don't need to be as as long as the face-to-face ones were. Yeah. Absolutely. That would be my preference, I think, going forward, because I just think it's easier to fit a 60 minute meeting into your day than it is a 90 minute. Yes. And, you know, and potentially you could do more of them hmm. by, you know, taking some of the what worked well in the face to face format, taking it out of the online format. And, you know, certainly at the beginning of this process, when frankly, Liz, none of us knew what the heck we were doing. Hmm you know, taking the face-to-face format and kind of squidging it into the online format and the whole kind of, right, that'll do, um, you yeah. know, was was exactly the right thing to do. But I think scripted meetings, you know, meetings that have a lot of verbal information around them, you know, at this stage in the game, it's just like, no, I just want to come in here, I want to meet some people, I want to make some connections and then I want to get on with the rest of my day. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really need you to be reading me a chapter of War and Peace around <laughs> it, you know. yeah. And I think the other advantage of online is more people are able to access it. You know, people who've got childcare issues or you know, are caring for an, uh, an elderly relative or they've got a sick pet at home or, you know, uh, hundreds of things that, that stop us from actually going out. People can now access networking without having to go anywhere. Absolutely. And I think that's the thing that makes this sort of this pitch point, this tip point for networking for small businesses is to think, you know, when are you offering networking opportunities? Online means that, you know, I could look at my diary this week and I'm not thinking, oh, who am I going to hear speak, for example? I'm thinking, when can I network? Yes. When have I got time this week where I'm not coaching that I could fit some networking in? And, you know, if you've networking organisations who are quite rigid in, you know, we only offer morning networking or we're only going to offer evening network, they're not going to appear on my radar, really. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, evening network isn't networking, excuse me, isn't something that really interests me. Because, you know, by, by the time I've done a day full of coaching, I, I'm, I'm actually fed up of talking to people at that point. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it doesn't float my boat. But, you know, mid-morning, lunchtime, mid-afternoon, you know, as you were saying, if you've got children at school, you want networking that fits in around the school yeah. run. Yeah. You know, if if you do want lunchtime networking, then think about a lunch and learn type format where you can bring your lunch along and maybe do listen to a speaker. But the format around it is is different. It's much more relaxed and, you know, gives you an opportunity to to hear, you know, nuggets of wisdom from a business speaker. But without all the other baggage that goes on around it. And as we've talked about, you're in and out in the space of an hour and then you can get on with the rest of your day. And I think you know, networking organisations, anybody listening in, if you're wondering which way to go forward, then, you know, maybe some of the things that Liz and I are suggesting would be worth considering Mm. because we're obviously looking for it. Yeah, absolutely. So what advice do do you give your clients in regard to networking? And is it different advice that you used to give them two years ago? Yes, it is. And that's a very good question. Um, 
what advice do I give them about networking? First of all, the, the, the two key bits of advice that I give now, which you know, is in a slightly different vein than it would have been two years ago. First of all, is it's got to work for your business. Hmm. Networking for the sake of networking, those days are gone. Yeah. You, you've got to look at networking strategically. You've got to think about what you want networking to do for your business. If you're looking to get new business, then you need to be doing a lot of it and a lot more than you think. Um, if you are looking to consolidate and build relationships, then you need to be doing that by being consistently attending the networking meetings where you're getting good connections for your business. And um, the thing that's consistent is that I also say get involved. Mm -hmm. The, you know, the biggest thing that made a huge difference for me when I first started networking was getting involved with the organisation that I was networking with. I joined a team straight away because I knew that if I did that, I then had a vested interest to, to really make it work, make that yeah. investment in networking work. Um, what's different, I suppose, now than pre-pandemic, etc., is that I also say, if it's not working, then ditch it. Mm -hmm. No, you know, in the face-to-face -face world, I would have been saying, keep at it. You know, it's all about the relationship building, yeah. all of that stuff. But these days, I'm much more saying, you know, if you don't, if you're finding a particular organisation or a style of networking isn't working for you, draw a line, try something else, because there's so much opportunity out yeah. there to find a networking mix that works for your business. Sticking with one thing because you think you should. Um, you know, is not necessarily the right way to go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think before we were quite restricted, uh, as you say, certainly in Lincolnshire, where it's a pretty rural county and things only happen in certain places. There were only, yeah. uh, you know, a, a sort of finite number of things that you could go to. But now the world's your oyster, isn't it? It absolutely is. And I think the other side about that, you know, if you also live in a rural community, as you and I do, one of the other restrictions, which it didn't feel like it was at the time, but with hindsight, is because of those travel restrictions, you were very often networking with the same people. Yes. And and although, <clears throat> excuse me, that meant that consolidating relationships was great and those relationships, you know, built very quickly mm. and were established very quickly. Of course, what it was doing, although at the time, I suppose we weren't seeing it as such, is if that there was not a buying relationship with that person, there was never going to be a buying relationship mm. with that person. And so that continual networking and relationship building wasn't going to go anywhere. Mm. Whereas, you know, now is thinking, OK, you know, I can choose from online speed networking. I can choose from online location based networking, industry based networking, yeah. skill based networking. I mean, the options are just amazing. And, you know, so I would I would now say Try as many as you can, you know, take advantage of as many opportunities to visit online networks to just put your toe in the water and see see what works. And when yeah. you find an organisation that works for your business, then make the most of that opportunity. Yeah. And finally, Sheena, you've recently started a podcast. So tell me about that. <laughs> I have. I have. And I can't tell you how nervous I was to tell you about it when we were on stage <laughs> at Learning Technologies just a few weeks ago, doing a podcast live from a conference event, which was interesting. And, you know, for, the, for those of you listening, Liz and I hadn't seen each other since pre-lockdown mm. and then saw each other on stage co-presenting, which yes. was utterly, fabulously bonkers and bizarre. Um, but yes, I was literally just about to, to finish the last set of recordings for new podcast which uh, you know was both nerve-wracking and exciting at the same time and uh, the flaming super business chat show uh, launched last week yeah and I've just listened to your first episode and it was great so I, I, you know, I recommend everyone to go and have a listen to that 
<laughs> I wasn't at all nervous when you told me you'd listen to it earlier. It's just like, oh. <laughs> but no, thank you, Liz. That was brilliant. No, it's been great fun to to record you know the first few episodes with my good friend. Uh, Amanda Ralston from Dragon VA and uh, yes we talk all things business tips uh, stories and there may be a bit of ranting in there as well (laughs) so where can people find your podcast they can find it on Anchor FM and also on Apple which is the best place to go ahead and find it and uh, and subscribe we go every fortnight with a new episode and it would be lovely to uh, to have a few people come along and give us a listen I shall look forward to the next one and how can people contact you if they want to know more about uh, Kapow the easiest way to get hold of me um, about Kapow would be to uh, drop me an email my email address is sheena at kapowme.com failing that poof along to my website kapowme.com is indeed the website address you can book a discovery call with me and find out a little bit more about how Kapow could help you Well, thank you very much, Sheena. And um, let's see where our networking journey takes us in the next few years. Hopefully I will see you a a little bit sooner than uh, two and a bit years next time around. I hope so. (laughs) Maybe I need to go off and do some of the stuff we suggested, Liz. Keep keep an eye on this space. (laughs) Yeah, watch this space, folks. Thank you, Sheena. It's been a pleasure, Liz. Lovely to chat. Thanks for listening to Small Business Big Network. If you found this podcast useful please do rate, review and subscribe. And don't forget to share it with the rest of your network too.